Welcome to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg. Joining me today is Brother Sergio Gonzalez, a bus captain and church member at Northwest Bible Baptist Church. Brother Sergio and I are continuing our conversation about the bus ministry and his involvement in it. And you can find links to our other conversations in the description below. So thanks so much for coming sure. in Thank for you. us, Brother Gonzalez, to talk with us. We've talked about uh, your uh, history with the bus ministry growing up, uh, becoming uh, a bus rider and being saved as a result of the bus ministry and your whole family as a result and your, your siblings riding the bus and even your brother who's you know, a church member here. You know, and then um, we talked about um, basically you serving as a family on the bus ministry, just involving your wife and your kids and the blessing that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to you know, take a step backward here and just talk about your role as a bus captain. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people, when they serve in ministries, you know, if they're not careful, they can be more concerned about the title sure. that comes along with whatever it is. And bus captain, I mean, the word captain, uh, you know, sends a particular mental image, the man in charge, right? Uh, you're, you're in charge of people, you're in charge of the visitation, you know, that, that bus is your ship. You are the captain. If that bus goes down, I guess you have to go down with the bus, right? Um, so let's talk about maybe your history with the, and being a bus captain and then what it means to be a bus captain. What, what, what are the, some of the aspects of what is the what is the job description of a well you know first of all as a servant but you know i learned this it took me many years to learn this but it it started a while back when i was knocking on the door and uh it was in florida and there was an older haitian man and uh, i told him you know hi my name is brother Sergio. i'm from at that time it was faith baptist church i'm i'm bus captain of this area and i invited people and he said he said something that has stuck to me i'm like you know what he's right and he said what do you mean a bus captain airplanes have a captain a ship has a captain why does a bus need a captain? And I was like, well, you know, that's just a title that, you know, they give us. It's like, but you're not a captain. Like I said, an airplane has a captain and a ship has a captain. Why does a bus need a captain? I'm like, well, I just told him it's just a title that, you know, they give us, you know, I'm in charge of the bus ministry. He's like, okay. He's like, okay. He grabbed the door, slammed it, and uh, left me there. But I was like, you know what? God did that for a reason. He's trying to show me something. And I'm like, what am I going to get out of it? It's like, oh. All right, I'm just I'm a captain by title, but you know what? I'm not a captain of anything. I'm here to be a servant and help these people. I'm a servant. I gotta serve these people, not be over them. I'm like you said, a title. I'm not over them. Actually, I'm here to serve them and help everybody out. And that he was about 80 years old, Haitian man. He he just told me, and I'm like, man, <laughs> it was a learning experience. So I, after that that encounter, I learned to be a servant, just to serve people, serve my pastor, serve my church. Serve, serve my God, serve my family, just be a servant at all times. Because, you know, before you become a leader, you've got to be a good servant. Yeah. So that's one thing I learned just to serve people and everything, any need that they have, just try to be there to help out. Well, it, you know, it's not very long that you're involved in the bus ministry before you get humbled, for oh, yes. sure. Oh, Whether it's humbled by the riders on your bus, mm-hmm. humbled by the bus workers, humbled by one of the parents of one of your riders right. or the pastor himself or mm-hmm. the bus director or whoever it is. Um, and obviously humility is one of those Christ-like attributes, Ephesians, right. uh, Philippians chapter 2, yes. and it talks about let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, and it goes on and talking about how he humbled himself. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk about maybe some moments where you, know, you had to have that mind like Christ did, where you had to humble yourself and do that job oh, in the role yes. of the servant? Yes, many, many, mm-hmm. many times. And you know, as a bus captain, you always have a bus director, mm-hmm. and God has him there for a reason. So he will tell you to do something, whether you like it or not. 
you have to do what the bus director has because yes, that's the way it goes. Preacher, the, the preacher of the church, the, the bus director, then you. Mm -hmm. And there's times where you want to do your own thing. You just want to do it. You're like, no, I think this is best. I know my bus route and you do. This is my bus route. But he comes in and says, no, 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 no. This is the way you have to do it. And you, have, you learn right away. It's like, wait a minute, you're right. You know, you have to step back and say, you're right. You know what, you are the bus director. You, we have to do it your way, not my way. Even though your way is the better way than, than he has it, you still have to humble yourself and do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you do that as well with your families. You know, I remember many times where we have bus kids. And you're like, we try to teach him very well. You know, this is the preacher of the church. And we even have a picture of him. This is the preacher of the church. And when they walk by preacher, these are bus kids. They just don't care who he is. They're like, who's that? I'm like, I don't know. And the way they talk, they're like, I don't know who that is. So, you know, you're like, oh, you're trying to teach these kids that that's the man of God, the everything you're preaching. But, you know, you got, they're bus kids. They don't know anything. They just don't know. And honestly, they don't really don't care who this person is. They don't know them. That's the first time they've ever seen them. Yeah. But you got to be, God uses you as a stepping stone to help these kids to learn how to respect somebody and humble yourself. You know, humble yourself and say, hey, you know what? I have to teach these kids the right way how to get down to the level and teach them how to respect the man of God. Are there some instances where, you know, you had to stoop and, you know, like Christ had to you know, wash the feet of his disciples as a lesson for us. Oh. Is there some times where you had to stoop down and do some things for oh, some bus you know, kids? You don't know how many, how many snotty noses I cleaned with these hands, you know, that just snotty noses, kids throwing up. You've been in the best ministry many, many times. They throw up and I remember there was one time a kid was feeling very sick I had no paper towels. I had nothing. The kid was throw, either throw up all over the place or you could use your hand as a blocking shield and not splatter all over the place. So I said, you know what? I could wash my hand and I use it as a, as a shield. And I just seen all that stuff hit my hand. You're like, you just go like this, clean up with a baby wipe and you're good to go. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> or how many snots you clean. You're like, you see the kid with runny, runny nose. You're like, oh, there's no paper towel. There's nothing. So you're like, no one's looking. You're like... <laughs> and just clean it off, and you're good to go. You know, I've done that so many, many times. Or they have to go to the bathroom, and they just go. They're like, they can't make it. They're like, oh, boy, now i got to clean this mess in the back of the bus. I have to do it, because if not, it's going to smell really bad. And you have to humble yourself and do things. You know, and you, you could say, this kid's not coming to church next week. He had an accident in the church. Oh, that's not right for me to do that. Yeah. I'm like, no, you know what? <clears throat> He's coming to church. If he has another accident... Bless God, I'm going to clean it again. <laughs> but if he does, but I'll teach him. I'll like, you know, now we're going to have diapers. We're going to have paper towels. And we're going to have everything, the Kleenex, everything to get ready. Baby wipes. You learn from our mistakes. Yeah. Fool me once, shame on you. Yes, fool, me fool me twice, twice shame, shame on, on me. me. Right? Yeah. Yes, sir. So a bus captain is not just a title. Uh, a bus captain is a servant. Um, yes. We also were discussing before we rec were recording, a bus captain is a counselor yes. as well. Um, you've got an opportunity where these kids are facing tough decisions in their life, um, decisions I've never had to make, um, even in my adult years. You know, maybe mom and dad are splitting up, and who am I going to go live with? Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's questions of what's going to happen and how am I going to deal with this situation at school. Right. Um, and oftentimes that bus captain is the counselor. They're the ones to, you know, to hear those problems aired and then be able to try to help in any way possible. What are some situations that you found yourself? Well, you know, the toughest, the toughest points I had is, that, you know, it's when people die. Mm -hmm. I've had in my bus route, the time I've been a bus captain, I had four moms die. You know, what do you tell the kids? What, what, do, you, what do you say to them? You know, but the surgery, we've been going to church, we're trying to live right, and God takes my mom. 
you know, what do you, what do you say? So we're talking about little kids. Little kids, you know, wow. what, do you, what do you say to them? You know, when you, what do you, you know, you're like, you know, well, you're lost. You don't know what to say, but you got to get to the Word of God and have an answer for all these kids. You know, that's why it's important to read your Bible so you could not give them your personal answer, but we give them a biblical answer where it's solid. Mm -hmm. But it's rough. It's really rough when you see a mom that you've seen them last Saturday and you go back the following Saturday and she's not there anymore. Wow. She passed away. You know, and there was one of them, I remember we were on vacation, and uh, there were two twin little girls. It was their aunt. Uh, the mom, you know, had a stroke, and she, she, you know, she was just, she couldn't take care of the girls. But we were on vacation on Saturday, and they called my wife. They didn't call nobody else. They called my wife, and they said, Miss Terry, my aunt, she's not waking up. And my wife said, you know what, hang up the phone and call 911 right away. Call 911 right away. And so... My wife's like, hey, honey, we got to go. We got to pack up and go. So we packed up, and we drove back all the way to Chicago. And we sent two bus girls to go take care of, watch them while we get, we get there. And the police had to come and do their thing and, you know, investigate the whole thing. And she died in her sleep. Wow. And, you know, what do you tell these little girls? They've been coming to church faithfully for over a year, and the mom was coming to church. What do you tell them, you know? So we had to be a grief counselor and help them out and say that God has a plan for everything. So, you know, and it breaks your heart, you know, because these little girls are crying. And, but the first person, and also it gives me kind of, it makes me feel good because the first person they called was us. They didn't call nobody, their family members. They called Miss Terry. And, you know, so we told them to call. And then we had a few more incidents where the uh, teenage girl called me. And she's like, you know, my mom's in the hospital and she's going to die. She said, can you come? So I remember the whole church and went, uh, Brother Dave Schwarger, Hannah Harris, we all went over there. And she passed away. And it was neat that on her side of the family, uh, the only one that showed up were the church for Northwest Bible Baptist Church. Wow. They had a section that was just all of us. And then one section that was her family. So it was kind of contrast to see that the family that she had was from Northwest Bible Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. And then we went to one, which uh, this is kind of funny as well, because we had a, I told, uh, I, we had all the men, we had a funeral to go to one of our bus kids, and it was all the way in Chicago. And it was a West Side church. <laughs> and so I told all the, the workers, listen, you need to come and see how, what, how this funeral is going to be. And it was, it was more like a, like a, like a, like a concert. <laughs> it was like a home going for them because she was older. But, man, we learned a lot because, you know, once again, it was an all-black church. And there we were, just me, the Spanish guy, and four workers. And they are like, well, are you the police? I'm like, no, no, we're not the police. <laughs> we're not the police. We're here yeah. because, you know, her son goes to our church. She's like, oh, you guys go on the church bus. I'm like, yes, man, we go on the church bus. And like, these are the guys that we, and they said, you know, you guys came from all the way from Elgin just for, for the funeral. I'm like, yes, man, we came. He's like, we care about him. We care about Cain. And she's like, well, that's pretty neat that you came all the way, took time off on the Saturday just to come all the way to the west side of Chicago just to be here. And that was neat. You know, it was pretty neat. So a grief counselor as well. And then, you know, as a bus captain, you got to help people move. You know, how many furnitures we've been moved from one apartment to the other, especially when the apartment's on the third floor all the way to the top, and there's, it curves around, and they have to buy the heaviest furniture around. <laughs> so, you know, you've got to be a, a mover. You've got to be a, uh, um, anything. I mean, you've got to be hands-on, be ready for anything. Well, we're, we're hearing, you know, using different words, but I think every time we're describing something new, we're just describing the same word over again, a servant. A servant, yes. You know, because um, it took a servant's heart to end a vacation prematurely yes. to come back and deal with that situation. Yes. It took some t extra time and a servant's heart to 
go to the all the way down to the west side of Chicago for a funeral like right. that. Right. Um, and obviously, that's not where the servant um, attitude started. Otherwise, that gal would have never made that phone call to begin right. with to your wife uh, to let you to bring you into that situation. It's because you had continuously, uh, you know, shown yourself, you know, interested in their affairs of their life. You know, and for me, I, th I think the biggest reward you have. Is that you know we have contests and we have promotions and this and that. For me, the biggest reward you have as a bus captain is when a kid gets off the bus and says, "You know, Brother Sergio, thank you for picking me up." Mm -hmm. To me, that's better than winning a prize, better than winning a contest. When a kid says, "Thank you for," oh, we've been waiting for you all day, Brother Sergio. Mm -hmm. to, to me, those small little things just makes my makes my day. Oh, you know, and you knock on the door. Oh, it's Brother Sergio from the church, and I can hear that, and that excites me. You know, and small little things like that excite me. You know, not the big promotions or the prizes, that doesn't excite me, that's, that's okay. But you know, when a little kid says, oh, I couldn't wait to see you, I wanna show you this brand new toy that my dad bought me, my mom. And you could tell the toy from the Goodwill. Yeah. But to him, he wanted to show you that toy. Yeah. So you know, me at my old age, at 47, I gotta get down on my knees <laughs> and play cards with them. You're like, oh, oh man, why do you have to go down there? <laughs> kind of along with the same thought there, uh, in many cases, uh, to these kids, you're a father figure. Yes. Um, and in some cases, maybe you are the male influence in their life or one of the few positive male influences in their yeah. life. I mean, can you talk a little bit about Oh, yeah, you know, there's, there's the many times when there's a single mom, and I know there's a God's way of doing things, but the single mom, they say, Brother Sergio, you need to talk to my son because if anybody can help him out, you can. And I'm like, okay, I tell the mom, like, you know, I'll try my best and we'll do it the biblical way, but... You might not like what I'm going to say. He might not like because, you know, it's going to be the Bible. And there's going to be some sacrifice. But it makes you feel good to say when they tell you, Brother Sergio, you need to help me with my son. Mm -hmm. You need to help me with my son. You need to help me or my daughter. You need to help me with my kids. And, you know, and it makes you feel good as a servant to help out, you know, help out that. Even buying groceries, buying this, buying that, buying clothes. My wife, every time she goes to Goodwill, every time she goes to Goodwill, she comes back with a bag, bag of clothes. I'm like, Terry, what are these clothes for? Oh, but you know, I saw Angelina, she didn't have shoes, real nice shoes, so I bought her these shoes. Oh, this little girl, oh, did you see Geronimo's uh, pants? They had holes in them. I'm like, no, I didn't even see that. But she sees it. Mm -hmm. So she buys jeans from Goodwill. Did you know that he didn't have a jacket? I'm like, I didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't paying attention. She's like, well, I'm buying him a jacket. So little things like that where she comes back with a big bag of Goodwill just for the bus kids. I was having this thought as you were saying this, you know, any good server at a restaurant doesn't wait to be told that your glass is empty. Yes, yeah. They just bring it right over. Yeah. And those are some of the most positive experiences that I ever have dining out. Yeah. So when I have someone who's supposed to be caring for me, not that, you know, I, I you know, it's not like a bad thing that I mention that I have a need, but that they can see the need ahead yes, of time and meet it. Told. And, you know, that's exactly what your wife is doing, being aware and seeing the need yes. and then going ahead and filling Well, you know, it, it reminds me there's a few times where, you know, we try not to eat out on Sunday morning because it, it costs you know, a pretty penny to go to Dunkin' Donuts nowadays. So my wife makes me a little sandwich with coffee. So I'm on the bus and I'm, I'm about to take that bite and I look in my mirror and there's this kid just staring at me. And should I eat it or should I give it to him? So I look up in the mirror and he's still staring at me. I'm like, I wrap it up. And I'm like, boy, I'm really hungry, though. But I wrap it up, and I'm like, here you go. But did you eat breakfast? He's like, no, I didn't eat breakfast. So I give it to him. And my wife's like, oh, I guess next week I'm going to have to make two of them. <laughs> I'm like, okay, make two of them. But see, things like that where you, it's like you said, you don't have to be just, you know, sometimes you have to sacrifice a little bit. Just give to the kids.
and that's what we've done. And you know, and your kids see that. You know, we're talking about our kids. Your kids see that. And Illy, Mikey, and Sammy, all of them do that. Like Sammy, when the shoes don't fit anymore, we want to give him the goodwill. He's like, don't give him the goodwill. He's like, give them to the bus kids. They'll mm-hmm. take them. And, and it's amazing. A lot of our bus kids have Sammy's old clothes. And Sammy whispers in my ear, Michael, did you see, you see what he's wearing? I'm like, no. He's like, because, you know, I don't pay attention to these things. He's like, he's wearing my old shirt. He's wearing the shirt and the tie that we gave him. That used to be my clothes. And, you know, and you teach your kids how to give instead of receive, you know, it's pretty neat. That's a blessing. Oh, yes. So full disclosure about the bus ministry. Um, if you're going to be involved, you're going to have to be a servant. You're going to have to humble yourself, yes. and it's going to cost you something. Yeah, and buy hand sanitizer. Important. <laughs> buy lots of hand sanitizer. <laughs> well, I've certainly enjoyed our conversation with Brother Gonzalez about the bus ministry, and if you want to see some of our other conversations, you can go to the description below and find the links to those videos. And we uh, thank you so much for your time. God bless you.